When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the World War II Radio Podcast. A date which will live in infamy. This is London. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. Go ahead, Berlin. This is the National Broadcasting Company. Welcome to the World War II Radio Podcast. Today, we have something a little different. It's a taste of the home front for Halloween. It's Masquerade, an episode of Dark Destiny, which aired on October 31st, 1942. Dark Destiny was a short-lived radio series that aired over the Mutual Network. And this is the only known surviving episode. But it does give you a good representation of the kind of stories and series that people were listening to at home during the war. The World War II Radio Podcast is a Brick Pickle Media production. If you like the show, please leave feedback on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Be sure to visit our website at brickpicklemedia.com slash podcast, where you can find links to past episodes, as well as the books featured in our podcasts. So thanks for listening. Enjoy today's episode of the World War II Radio Podcast. Well, I wish Jerry never thought of this party. 
It's what, Helen? Nothing. I'm being silly. Let's go out and have fun. I didn't make this witch's costume to sit around in. I second the motion. Why waste time now, Helen? Especially since your husband will be here any minute. What do you mean by that? Oh, nothing. Except that I certainly couldn't have any fun if all my husband did was stand around watching me out of cold, fishy eyes. The way Carl watches you. Now stop it, Jane. There's a party going on, remember? So let's go back to it. Please. Organist, organist, music, please. Ladies and gentlemen, I uh, mean fellow witches, wizards, vampires, werewolves, and uh, whatever other unholy creatures we may have with us tonight. The meeting will please come to order. I will now state the purpose of our gathering. Tonight is All Hallows Eve. Better known as Halloween. Halloween. Now, now, wait wait a minute. On Halloween, ghosts, witches, and uneasy spirits of all kinds are privileged to walk abroad. Vampires and werewolves may hold high holidays. The restless dead may step back from the great beyond and mingle with the living for a night. Quiet now. We, the living, have long been remiss in our hospitality to the unfortunate spook whose only amusement is to go around on Halloween saying boo at people. <laughs> so tonight, by way of making amends, we all invite all ghosts, vampires, poltergeists, or other invisible spirits to join us. <laughs> accordingly, <clears throat> accordingly, I as host extend the full hospitality of Haunted Hall to all such other world inhabitants who may be in the neighborhood and wish to drop in. If any such are about, Make yourselves at home. Hmm. What's the matter, Helen? I felt so cold just then. Uh, what time is it? Carl ought to face with his business team and be here by now. That's well, not quite ten. He'll get here on time. Uh, when midnight strikes, we'll have a little seance. Then, if we have any ghostly guests with us tonight, we'll make them show themselves to us. But now let's have music. To suit the mood of the evening, all music has to come from the organ which stood in the attic here for 40 years. Oh. And gave out ghostly chords whenever there was to be a death in the family. Organist, oh. you ghostly chords, please. Come on, Jane, let's have it. Your organ music in magic. Helen, are you all right to give it? Yes, I'm all right. Helen, it's a little cold. Okay, then, but take it easy. Well... I gotta go find my darling star, Doc. See you later. Here. Helen. Helen. Jerry. I didn't see you. Don't look so guilty. People suspect something. I'm sorry, Jerry. I... Come on, we'll dance. We can duck and talk someplace. Jerry. Don't talk now. Somebody might overhear you. Dance over toward the hall and then slip into the library. And have some privacy there before Carl comes. Oh, darling, I've been waiting two weeks for a chance to be alone with you again. Jerry, I've been waiting two weeks. I know. After tonight, we'll never have to wait again. Here's the hall. Come on now, the library door's on this side. I don't think the soul saw it. Get inside so I can shut the door. Oh, see if you can find the light switch. Here it is. Good. No one's asked to interrupt us here in such a few minutes. Carl phoned only 15 minutes ago that he's on his way. Terrific rate he drives, he'll be here before we know it. 
He only knew how often I prayed that he'd drive off the road some night and break his neck. Oh, Jerry. Jerry. Um, Hold me in your arms, Jerry. Hold me tight. I'm frightened. Frightened? Because of Carl? Yes, I... I don't know if I can go through with it. But we have to. There isn't any other way. But couldn't we just go away together? Selling my business is here, my work. Well, we have to go through with our plans just as we made them. But maybe if Carl would let me divorce him. Oh, never. You know that. He'd die for it. That's exactly what he has to do. Die. Oh, there must be somewhere. But there isn't. Oh, darling, there's nothing to be afraid of. Nothing, understand? To commit murder. Don't think of it like that. We're just getting rid of someone who's made your life miserable. Someone who stands between us and all our happiness. Now listen. Yes, sir. It's party tonight. This silly Halloween masquerade. I planned it carefully to make it easy and safe to get Carl out of the way. Easy and safe? How? There are two dozen people wandering around this old house in silly costumes wearing masks. Nobody can be sure who anybody else really is unless they actually speak to him. But I don't see how... Now the point is nobody will ever be able to testify or even be sure in his own mind where anybody else is at any given moment tonight. In this house, I... Picked it for the party, not because fools say it's haunted, but because down in the woods, back of the gardens, there's an old rock quarry. Rock quarry? Mm-hmm. This house was closed several years ago, after the last owner fell into the quarry one night when he was drunk. And that's exactly what's going to happen to Carl tonight. He's going to fall into that quarry while drunk. Oh, Jerry, no. Oh, it's so easy a child could manage it. Everyone knows that Carl drinks heavily at every party he goes to. Well, look. You find some way to get him out of the house after he arrives. You'll lead him down the path through the woods toward the quarry. I'll see to it that he goes over the edge. I couldn't. Oh, I couldn't. You can and you will. You love me, don't you? Yes, Jerry, but murder. He suspects us already. You know that he's so jealous of you. He'd kill both of us if he could prove what he suspects. But just the same, I can't. Oh, I can't. I'll do anything you say, Jerry. Get control of yourself, Helena. We have another few minutes to make our plans. No, Terry, no. I, I, I know we planned this. I, I know we both decided to do it, but now I can't. I love you, Terry. Oh, I, I do love you, but this... I, I didn't know how it would be, and I'm afraid I... Sorry I had to be so rough, but this is no time for hysterics. We've got to go through with it tonight. When Carl arrives... When Carl arrives, what? How did you get here so quickly, Carl? You invited me, so I came as quickly as I could. Yet you seem confused that I'm here. Huh? Oh, oh. No, no, I am just surprised that you made such good time getting out here from town. You only called me 15 minutes ago. And my wife. Why should my wife seem so frightened at my arrival? Well, I'm, I'm not, Carl. I'm just startled at your costume. Yes, it's a costume that skeleton has to... Pretty gruesome. Gruesome? I think it's most appropriate. You come as a witch, Jerry comes as a devil, and I come as death. Death? What do you mean by that? Carl, what are you doing with that gun? I put it into my pocket before I left the house. You're drunk. I was drunk when I started. I'm not drunk now. Give me that gun. You don't know what you're doing. I know what I'm doing. I know everything. Now. Carl, what are you going to do? When I started, I intended to give this haunted house some new ghosts to haunt it. Real ones. Jerry, you're going to kill us. But now, I'm only going to take you home with me, darling. 
You're my wife, and your place is at my side. Jerry tried to steal you as he stole the fortune that I placed in his trust. But I'm not going to let him. I'm going to take you back with me now, and you'll never leave me again. Hold his attention. I'm going to grab the gun. Uh, please, listen to me, Carl. You don't understand what It's this... you who do not understand. But you will soon understand everything. Understand? Come <coughs> and get his gun. I got it. I finally something to tie him with. Quickly. I didn't hit him hard enough to put him out for long. He'll come to in a moment. Tell me what it is. Why are you holding his hand like that? Feel it. Cold. There's no pulse. He's not breathing. Carl's not breathing. Dead. Even though I didn't hit him very hard, he's dead. We've got to get rid of his body. Another 20 yards. I can't. It's so dark. We can't stop now. We're lucky to get him out of the French windows. Across the lawn without being seen. We can't risk somebody stumbling on us. The moon will be coming out again any second. What is it now? French. Never mind it. The edge of the quarry is just behind the next time. Oh, slowly now. Lay away with your feet. Standing on rock now? Yes. Yes. Good. He can put his feet down. Mm -hmm. Carefully now, not too much noise. Mm -hmm. That's done. You killed him. You murdered him. Stop saying that. He was going to kill us, wasn't he? With just self-defense. Be careful. Don't move around. Maybe the car is directly in front of us. Moon's coming out. Yeah, you can see down into it. Oh, deep. Deeper the better. Now get out of my way. I can finish the Carl Donnelly alone. Well, up it comes. Under my shoulder. And now. Oh my God. Well, it's all over. That's for the gun. Got to get rid of that. If we found it, would look suspicious. What do you do with it? In the middle of the quiet, there's a deep pool. Going into that. There. In the pool. I heard a splash. Now all we have to do is join the party again and act natural. In a little while we'll pretend to worry about Carl and start looking for him, but... But we won't find him. Not tonight. as I am, because your neck is at stake, too. Unless we give ourselves away, nothing on earth can ever prove we're guilty. You hear that? Absolutely nothing on earth. Helen, smile at me. Act like you're enjoying yourself. You've got to. Talk to me. The last ten minutes, you've been dancing like a white dummy. I keep seeing him. Falling in red quarry. In the moonlight. 
don't. Don't, don't. Don't be a fool. That's over and done with. Now we have a new life ahead of us, you and I. Think of that, don't think of him. I'm sorry, Jerry. I, I am sorry, But instead, I keep hearing him say this. Going to take me home. Keep me forever. I feel that his hands were still touching me. So cold. The way they were when he grabbed my wrist. You've got to get your mind off it. Well, come on over and join the gang. But remember, act natural. <laughs> Jerry! Oh, Jerry, welcome, boy. Hey, Thanks, Roger. Everybody having a good time? Oh, it's just too spooky for words. Everybody says it's the most fantastic party they ever heard of, don't they, Jane? You used that word once, darling. Oh, you... <laughs> What's the matter, Helen? He's still cold? No, Sally. I'm sorry. Well, Sally, you're as white as a sheep. Your hands are colder than a polar bear's nose. <laughs> Nothing's the matter with Helen. She's well, uh, cold. Uh, we were out looking for Carl. He oh. seems to have wandered off somewhere. Ah, huh? I didn't know he'd ever show up. Oh, yes. He, uh, he came in about an hour ago. He did? That's funny. We haven't seen a thing of him. I was looking for him, too. Of course he came in. Here, here somewhere. All right. So he's here somewhere. What of it? Why fly off the handle just because I said I haven't seen him? Well, because he is here. He's... He's outside somewhere. All right, Jenny, you show up soon enough where you get thirsty again. And you're speaking of spirits, Jerry. It is almost midnight. Time for that seance you said we were going to be treated to. Seance? Oh, no, you said if there really were ghosts around this house, we'd have a seance and make them show themselves. No, no, no. No, I don't like the idea either. Let's just forget it. Come on, dance some more. No, we want a seance. Oh, no. We want to see a ghost. Yeah, we want a seance. We want to see a ghost. We want a seance. We want to see a ghost. No, 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 stop it, stop it, please. Well, you're about as much fun tonight as a corpse. Yeah, it's as if you've seen a ghost already. Well, Helen's just worried about Carl. Uh, all right, I, I promise you a seance and we'll have one. Good. Uh, now, look, first we have to turn down all the lights. Oh. And close all the doors and windows. And everybody has to sit in a circle and hold hands while I and hope the third. All right, we intend everything. You get your charms ready. Come on, Jenny, let's get going. Hey, everybody, we're going to have a seance. Oh, 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 oh. Jerry, you mustn't do that. I've got to, don't you see? I've got to act natural. I can't do anything that would arouse any suspicion. But suppose you should really... Helen, snap out of it. This is all just make-believe, just a game I'm playing. to keep those silly fools quiet. No one can materialize ghosts. Look, all I'm going to do is mumble a few nonsensical words and then say it wouldn't work. Now, come on, everybody's waiting. All Jerry. Lights down, doors closed, everybody in a circle, moving hands. Now, go ahead with the mumble jump. Good here, Helen. Now, uh, silence, please. Silence. No one must move or speak. The circle of clasped hands must not be broken. Is that understood? Then music, organist. Uneasy creatures of the night, the restless dead and all other creatures of the unseen world who may stir abroad only on this one night of the year, hear me and take heed. By Astaroth and Beelzebub and Lucifer, I command you. By Israfel and Belial and the dog god Horus, I command you. By Isis and Osiris and Telbath the terrible, I command you. If you are present tonight, knock three times that we may know. Knock three times that we may know. Did you hear that? Oh, it's just somebody at the door. I'll do it. No, I'll do it. What? 
Oh, it's you, Judge. I've been the interrupting, sir, but supper's been served, and there's everything that's oh, fine, Judge. Uh, we'll be in in a moment. Very good, sir. I'm sorry, folks, to say I seem to be a washout, but anyway, you can all eat now. Oh, you say you bring me to it. If any ghost wants me, you can have me. Oh, Roger, come on, I'm sorry. Oh, Jerry, Jerry, just a minute. Yeah? Tell them let's all in. Maybe I better take her outside in the air for just a few minutes. Thanks, Sally. Uh, look, you go on in with the others. I'll look after Helen. Uh, tell the rest we'll be in in a minute. Well, all right, Jerry, if you'd rather, but she does look awfully pale. What's the matter with you, Helen? You trying to put both our necks in a noose? Sorry, Jerry. I was afraid I was going to faint. I'll be all right if I can just have a little air. Well, come on outside on the terrace. Here, we can go out through these French windows. Now, sit on the railing and pull yourself together. Remember, we've still got to go through the motions of hunting for Carl. Jerry, I keep feeling his hands on my wrist. I keep feeling the touch of his hands and... Telling him what's in my ear that he's trying to take me home and keep me with him forever. Jerry! What is it? What's that noise? Noise? I don't hear any noise except the organ. Started dancing again. Somebody coming out of the bushes. Don't be silly. Everybody's inside. Someone coming up through the bushes in the woods. It's it's just an animal of some kind. The animal would be scared away by the noise in the light. There's a man coming from the woods. From the forest. You're being hysterical. It's just an animal, I tell you. These woods are full of them. Not, it's not. It can't be. They are. They are. Coming around the side of the house. Jerry, take me in. Take me quick. Come on, then. It's a tramper of vagrants. Wait a minute, Jerry. <laughs> Don't run away from me, Helen, my dear. <gasps> you... You invited me, Jerry. I came as fast as I could. I hope I'm not too late for a dance with my wife. How did you get here? I just came. Come, dear. The music's playing. Just one dance, then I must take you home with me. You're not dead. Come, my dear. The music is playing. Just this one dance. Then we must go. Don't touch me. Surely you're not afraid of me, my own loving wife. Come. We'll dance. And then we'll go. Jerry. Jerry, do something. Don't let him touch me. Oh, you're choking me. Jerry. I'm here and I found a rock big enough to fire. You dirty. Now you're dead. Now you're dead for good. I slipped up before, but not this time. Charlie was trying to kill me. Don't kill me. On the inside might hear you. You can't give one now. We've got to get rid of her. I can't go through with that again. My fingers are right through. So cold. He's got to face it. Obviously, he, he was only unconscious when he thought he was dead, and, and he was so thoroughly soaked with alcohol that the fallen of the quarry didn't even hurt him. He must have recovered and, and climbed out somehow without knowing what had happened and, and, and came back. That's what happened. That's what must have happened. But he won't come back again. I couldn't go through those woods. You go right now. You don't have to. We can see him. Could that be just something else? I have it. Where's Carl's car? Here's Carl's green roadster. I don't know. I don't see him. It should be over there, parked with all the others. He certainly came in it. He isn't there. Then we'll have to use my sedan. It's down there at the end of the terrace. Go on, open the rear door. 
I need that you. Now say quick. I can fix them all right, but I can't carry them very far. Hurry. Have you got it open yet? Yes, sir. Good. Time to wait. Come on, get in. Of course, need a car, but it'll be worth it. Hands on my neck. So cold. So cold. He say, stop it. Well, do you think my nerves can stand just sniveling? Do you think I like this? How did I say? Sorry, Jerry. But with him in the in the seat behind me. He won't be there long. What are you going to do with him? The blind curve up ahead of way is a deep ravine alongside it. Half a dozen cars have gone in there in the last ten years. Yes, I remember. I'm going to stop the car there. We're, we're going to get out and, and pop him up behind the wheel. Then then I'll start the car and, and send it over the edge. We'll, we'll tell the police we, we found him wandering around drunk and, and, and we took him for a drive to sober him up. But uh, he insisted that we get out and let him drive and... And he got so violent that we had to. And then he lost control of the car. Will they believe you? I don't know, but they won't be able to prove anything if they don't. Aren't we there yet, Jerry? Aren't we almost there? Almost. Just another mile. I keep thinking that I, that I hear him moving behind us. I keep thinking his hands are reaching for me. So cold. I know. I'm not blaming you, but hold on to yourself. In another five minutes, we'll be forever rid of Carl Donnelly. Did you call me then, Jerry? Carl. <sighs> yes, Jerry. I heard you call me. You and Helen. So I came. You're not alive still. You're not. You can't be. My wife has fainted. You tend to her. I'll come up front with you and drive. Stay where you are. You're dead, you hear? You're dead. I'll drive, Jerry. Move over, please, so I can climb in behind the wheel. No. No, you're dead. That's right. Move over and make room for me. Don't. Get back. Stay away from me. Just a moment now, and I'll take the wheel. No. There. Now I'll do the driving. I know where I want to go, and you don't. I'm driving my wife home now. So we must go faster. And faster. And faster. Stop it. Stop it, God. You'll kill us all. My wife. I must get her home. Faster. Go down. I'll do anything you want. I'll surrender to the police. I'll tell them I embezzled the money you gave me. Power of attorney over. I'll tell them anything of you. I'll slow down. I can't slow down. I'm taking my wife home now. Faster. It's the blind curve. The on the other side of it. We'll never make it. Faster. Faster. Sergeant Myers? This is Johnson reporting. Yeah, again. It's been a busy night. The sedan this time. Went over the edge of Blind Curve a little while after midnight. The dashboard clock stopped at 12.25. That's right. I found it 20 minutes ago. Two people in it, a man and a woman. 
Yeah, both of them. Worst case I've seen yet. Car must have been doing 90 when it went over. And looked as if it had been driven over purposely, too. And say, Sarge, there's a couple of funny angles to the crash. I mean, peculiar, sort of eerie. One is, they were both in costume. Like that other strip we picked up earlier tonight. Uh-huh. A witch's costume and a devil's suit. But get this, Sarge. The sedan landed smack on top of that green roadster I reported before. You know, the one we hauled that other guy in a masquerade costume out of. The one in the skeleton suit that gave him such a turn at the morgue when we left him there around ten o'clock. Yeah. The one we identified three hours ago as Carl Donald. Chapter 8 of Dark Destiny, a series of dramas about those unfortunate ones among us whose lives are doomed from the beginning, who travel by strange and terrible roads to meet their destiny. Tonight's story, Masquerade, originated in the studios of Station WOR. Written by Robert Arthur and David Cogan, it was produced by Jack Johnstone. Featured on tonight's program were Carl Eastman as Jerry and Elspeth Eric as Helen. Next Saturday night at 8, you will hear a story. You say Anne's been dead for months? But that's impossible. It couldn't be. It must be wrong. Because Anne and I were married yesterday. What's that? A man with a phantom wife? Listen to the next chapter of Dark Destiny, a story titled, Till Death Do Us Part. Bob Shepard speaking, this is Newsroom.